Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Keeson. With me on the show today, Debbie G and Neo Positivity. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Indeed we are. Debbie's going to be joining us in just a few minutes as soon as she figures out where the wall plug is. But uh, we've been having a lot of fun getting ready to do the show today. We, You know how it is on Fridays. We normally have a very high vibe. We've already broken through that glass ceiling. So you got to be ready for just about anything today, and including energy shifts that kind of try to knock the system out because that kind of thing happens when we get into this kind of a high vibe. So be ready for anything, anything at all. Because among other things, among other things, back in a second. (laughs) Well, well, that too, exactly. I mean, that's where a lot of the energy comes from, right there. But on top of that, we got extra energy because we've got Stacy, the Stacy from Taya Boot Camp, joining us today. You got to understand, Stacy is like she, she she's like right up there with David. She's one of the very first people to graduate from the boot camp. She's like the head coach of the whole deal up there. Um, and she's also the person who, when you do the, the groups, they have group meetings every week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And when you're in the group meeting, she's the one who's putting out little comments to give you these little pushes of encouragement. Because when you're doing, when, when you're doing the boot camp stuff, you're, you're revealing a lot of personal stuff in the group. And it's all private to the group, but you know, it's personal stuff and it's not necessarily the easiest thing to do. And she's the one who's saying, Oh, wow, you're doing great growth. That's wonderful stuff. Whoa, great new tool you got there. Constantly putting these little pit, little bits of encouragement out on the chat. I mean, everybody should, I, I think everybody should have that in life. Yeah. I think you should be able, right? You should be able to go through life and have somebody say, Oh, nice job. Really, really good. Really. I mean, how much better would life be if we all had somebody like that, right? Yeah, I think it'd be awesome. But actually, that idea had occurred to me many years ago before texting was really popular and before everybody jumped on the, you know, um, COVID timing of having to have remote counseling and all that stuff. And I thought, oh, mm-hmm. God, wouldn't it be great? Right. Just, like, you know, pay off the lap fee per month. You have somebody that you can just text. Hey, I just had this or, oh, I'm experiencing that or, oh, my car just broke down or whatever. And they can go, oh, yeah, or whatever yeah. it was. In order right. to kind of pump you up. It's like having you. your own cheering you. section. Exactly. Oh. I'm really glad you appreciate my comments. Oh, I do. I definitely <laughs> do. Get in the way of things, you know. I mean, a lot of times I'm just, you know, I'm laughing at it. Sometimes I'm saying, whoa, that was really great. And I mean, I'm, I'm always seeing them and saying, oh, yeah, that's perfect. Where's that oh, so Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, Debbie knows what it's like. Debbie G, I mean, she's been through boot camp. I, I think you're actually doing it a second time now. You know what it's like to see those comments that Stacey puts in to the chat when you're in the group. And it, it lifts you up, doesn't it? Completely. I mean, I, I, Stacy, welcome to, uh, LOA today. This is hey. so wonderful. I should have hey, said that. Yeah, that's what she said. Hey, well, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, and spirituality gone wild. Let's not forget. And neopositivity.com, just in case you all are wondering. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really, it, there is a, there's a beautiful connection and community within Taya and Stacy does. She's the glue to that, which I really, yeah. I personally appreciate. Stacy, remember when I was going through and shit had hit the fan and it was just unbelievably redonkulous? Like I do. <laughs> in two years, in two years, I'm two miles from the beach in a gorgeous house that's mine, and just enjoying life. Enjoying life. It, it looks really different externally. Internally, I would say that 
Taya boot camp has given me confidence that I didn't have before. I mean, I was confident, but I wasn't at, there's a difference within my confidence now because what I think should be and what is and how I have my attachment to that and all that changed, but it was Taya. But Stacy, your, your comments, she keeps us, she's like, I don't know, maybe we should get her like a Taya cheerleading outfit kind of. Good idea. I like that. Just say it, Stacey. <laughs> I can resurrect my own high school cheerleading off. No, I don't I even know that. Right, exactly. Oh my well, god. So you you were you were actually a cheerleader. Yeah. I no shit. A theater. I see this. Well, so was I. But <laughs> that's I love that. But I love that yeah. There's something to, but you have that cheerleading. Oh yeah, no doubt. Rooting on, rooting yeah. on the team yep. that is happening here. And I love that. Uh, it's still apparent in your personality. That's rad. I knew it she really was is. right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> the captain of the football team can always recognize a cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love, I love it. it. That's awesome. <laughs> no, I think that's true. Being, being an uplifting, positive person, I remember when I was really young, um, I tried out uh, a Christian, you know, kind of uh, camp, explored mm-hmm. that religion to see, you know, oh, what do I fit in here? And I had found an old journal when I was moving. I was about 15 years old, and it said, you know, what what are your life goals? And I wrote down to make other people laugh. And I was oh, like, God. wow, it was so revealing to me. Um, and to this day, you know, the coaching, the enthusiasm, um, the support, the empathy, the compassion that I feel towards people, it just oozes out of me. And I don't know, <laughs> I'm it writing works. a coaching course. And at the moment, I'm like, wow, how do I translate this into words? It's second nature. So I'm glad you guys feel it, it makes me very happy. <laughs> Good. Well, maybe we're also giving you some material for the book. I mean, like you said, you're having trouble putting it into words. Maybe you're going to be able to get some of the words from here. So there you go. I better, I better watch this recording later. <laughs> <laughs> well, somehow that's appropriate. In, in boot camp, you're supposed to watch the recordings, you know, because that's part of the process. So here you are. So we're, we're basically passing it back to you. So here you are. Thank you. Thank you you're very welcome. much. I'll take yeah. anything I can get about now. <laughs> now, 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 Neil, you had Stacy pegged the moment she came in here. I think that, that was pretty evident, not just. Uh, like you said, you were a former quarterback, so you know you, you can pick it up that way. But you also had it had a pick just from the moment you saw her. I could just tell from the way you were reacting to her when we were meeting in the in the in the green room, so to speak. Green. And, yeah. and I'm curious, what were you seeing? What what was it that was jumping out at you? I was not a quarterback. I was wide receiver. Just oh, you receiver. <laughs> Apologies. Uh, yeah, big time. But um, you know, I, I've explained it to to you a couple of times. It's funny because. You go into a room with 30 people and four people will stand out. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the night, you and those four people are somewhere talking about law of attraction or some kind of energy or mm-hmm. being positive. And uh, when it's a room with, you know, just me and you and then she pops in as one of those other people, it's a different room Yes. than that other room full of 40 people. It's a, it's a totally different room. And, uh, you know, definitely felt it. So when she came in, just like WG, so when she came in, it's mm-hmm. a different kind of energy. Between these two. <laughs> well, but when you get energy that high, it almost doesn't even matter what the difference is. Exactly. Uh, I think I think Stacey said it perfectly about when she said she just wanted to make people smile. Mm-hmm. I mean, laugh. Because laughter is like smile times 10. I mean, it's, it's right. the ultimate what you can do 
and you could do it in so many different ways and so many different professions and so many different occupations. She wouldn't, she didn't care about that. She cared about the main goal and you got to have that mindset to succeed in the law of attraction. You have to 100%. And yeah, you can spot that. I'm an energy type person. I could, I can feel that recliner just like if, you know, if you were in a one car garage and it was empty versus putting a minivan in there. It just feels different. And uh, mm-hmm. I started meditating. I could feel that. And so I guess that plays in on a big two when I first meet people. That's really good. Yeah. So, okay, Stacy, with that kind of introduction, you got to tell us a little, little bit about who Stacy was and where she came from. We know she was a cheerleader. We know she kept a journal when she went to church camp. But beyond that, what else? Um, so I've been um, uh, born and raised on the West Coast. I, I had the absolute spectacular, beautiful childhood in Santa Barbara, California. And if any of you uh-huh. ever traveled there, it is paradise. And I go there occasionally still. Go ahead, WG. <laughs> oh, I'm just like, I didn't realize you were just in Santa Barbara. I'm in Huntington Beach. Oh, now I'm in Woodland Hills, so I'm in L.A. Oh, but well, I yeah, still but still. Home. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You guys, just, she like grew up. Yeah, I love where you grew up. Yes, I do too. It was, it's, we were just there last night for dinner. So it's like, oh, still get to go home. Um, so that, that in itself being close to the beach with the mountains in the background, it's a very held feminine energy, um, just kind of a sacred place. And growing up there, I had experienced, um, a really codependent family, uh, a really alcoholic mother, a father who was very, very codependent on my mom and being adopted. So I was constantly searching for that who am I really peace? Mm-hmm. And so I started with, and, and being highly perceptual, like I can, like me, walk into a room, know exactly who I want to talk to and who I'm not really interested in interacting with, mm-hmm. knowing which direction to turn when the green light or red light happens. It's just, <laughs> it's, <laughs> uh, I did body working for years too. Um, uh, massage and cranial sacral, lots of energy healing and sound healing and whatnot. So that aspect of me is, has been more, very heightened. Um, I used to do readings for people as all also. So wow. when we were joking around about channeling. It's like, Oh yeah, I see dead people. <laughs> 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 so in my search, um, I, I think I've literally tried out and tasted every religion on the planet. Anything from Christianity to Catholic Catholicism, uh, Buddhism, uh, Hinduism, yoga. Um, God, I can't even name them all anymore. Jewish. I, wow. I was involved with a Jewish prayer group, which was so much fun. Mm. But I kept coming up again and again with that. This isn't quite it. Mm. So I found the law of attraction, I would say, probably 15 to 20 years ago. Okay. And just really started playing with that. And again, uh, I love Abraham Hicks. That was my, you know, gateway into law of attraction, but I found it so frustrating. How do I make this really work? But there's a piece missing here still. <laughs> like, oh, help me, help me. And so, um, in 2017, I, I'm a very athletic person. I blew up my knee. I was, you know, recovering and I was not in a really good space to tell you the truth. I was pretty depressed and single and trying to figure out like, what's going on with my life? Trolling Instagram, David's face pops up and he's a channel. Uh And I'm like, Ooh, I love male channels are so crystal clear. They don't let (laughs) any of that outside stuff 
come in very direct, succinct. And I thought, this man, I need to talk with him right now. Mm-hmm. You know, send him a message. And he was like, yeah, 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 I don't do privates anymore. Please, please, please. please. <laughs> <laughs> David. Okay. You love David. So I kind of had to like beg him to talk to me. Um, he gave me a stream session. And in that session, I knew from that very moment that he and I would work together. I just knew it. Wow. I was like, okay, we're going to build something spectacular together. Um, and that was the birth of the uh, Taya Bootcamp, Trust Your Abundance. You know, he wow. had started a beta program. It was all channeled by the stream. Uh, a woman and I decided to take it together. And he literally, he would get on a Zoom call and walk us through the PowerPoint slides. So we really got the full influx of the stream and David's energy. And we kind of helped it, you know, develop and change a little. I don't know if you've gotten to module eight yet, but that's written around some really specific experiences I had. Oh, okay. Um, I can't wait. Yeah, it's really cool. So I, it just, everything's evolved very, very easily. And the law of attraction has shown up over and over and again. And the pieces that David offers for, you know, clearing your transgressors, coming into a a radical acceptance and appreciation of everything that's occurred in your life, Um, getting really clear on where you are in your vibrational spiral. You know, those things are the keys that were never offered to me before. And now almost four years later, here we are. I'm still yeah. building. Now I'm coaching people. Um, this is something. It's like I found my dream job finally. You know, I'm like calling. Yeah, it's awesome, and I adore David. He's like a brother. We bicker sometimes, like brother and sister. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's he's got such a fantastic drive and ambition to spread the word and to spread it to the world and to give everybody the keys to creating their absolute spectacular dreams, life, whatever they want. And I was like, me and David need to meet. You do? I was just... just, And more importantly, David's stream and my stream need to meet. Those those seem like the ones. (laughs) But don't cross streams. That's dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Ghostbuster oh reference my God. there. <laughs> That's freaking hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I uh, I get up every morning looking forward to like, <gasps> who's posted stuff on Facebook? You know, what have they written? How are they experiencing things? Um, Carrie, uh, Carrie Jean. Oh, Carrie. Um, David's, oh, David's assistant and myself, you know, we come to tears often during the boot camp meetings because people's aha moments are shared in a way that it's, it's, it's palpable. And we both just weep with enjoy of how amazing this process is and how it's helped so many people. It's helped so many graduates. There have been a lot of graduates. Way through it. Yes. Yes. Um, I think that it's around a hundred already mm. worldwide, which is such a, oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> We've got, um, a great group of folks in the UK right now. We've had lots of really neat people from uh, Australia, uh, one from Ireland that I can remember, another one from Iceland, Estonia. I mean, it's just, it's amazing to watch it ripple outward mm. and to start affecting all these different people and attracting them. And uh, Very satisfying. 
extremely satisfying. Yeah. Extremely. I don't want to monopolize it so I can just like talk forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you were talking about Abraham Hicks, I was seeing Neil in his screen and he was nodding up and down. Yeah, that's right. There is a missing piece there. There's a missing piece. <laughs> <laughs> All that is is the icing on top of the cake. You know, it's like the it's like the movie The Secret was the cherry on top of the cake. But like Tony Robbins and Esther Hicks and, and a bunch of those guys, uh, they're giving the icing on top of the cake. But there's still layers of cake that mm-hmm. might have M&Ms and Skittles and, you know, you know. <laughs> so that's why I took it upon myself to dig deep. That's, that's I guess, where I, the thirst for that was, mm-hmm. was everything for me. And um, I knew I wasn't going to get it outside of here. I knew I had to come inside. And that's when I mm-hmm. learned to meditate. And from there, I learned how to tap into the source in a way where I enjoy my time there more than here. I'm sorry to say, sorry kids. Um, but, and, and like when I go out to do my sessions, like every night from midnight to two in the morning, I basically go into my uh, studio and just freestyle. I like to call it, just speak from the heart. And that's where I come up with all my ideas for my movie, uh, for my videos and stuff. And so, yeah, but that drive of, having bits and pieces, breadcrumbs, and yearning for the answers to everything. That's what got me going, and that was the fuel that got me to uh, be Neo. Neo was my stream, and I wanted to be that version so much that I kind of changed my nickname to Neo um, to remind myself to spend as much time there as I can. And it's Did it work? It's a beautiful thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walt. <laughs> to be honest, I have look. I have this tattoo I got as a reminder. I got stuff hung up everywhere as reminders. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. You know, life's coming at you a uh, hundred hundred different ways. By the way, I found a spot. Sign a lease yesterday. Oh, all right. Congratulations. Now, now I got shelter. <laughs> Stacy, I was, uh, yeah, uh, my landlord is selling the house, um, which is crazy because I've owned since I was 18. And, um, yeah, when I moved to Florida two years ago, it was the first time I really rented. And it was all fine and dandy because it's like, oh, something breaks down. Call the daggone landlord. Take care of it. And all of a sudden, the year went by and the lease was up. Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it was crazy. Um and, and the housing market in Florida is actually ridiculous, but I knuckled down. I used that whole belief thing I was talking about. Um, we went live yesterday, me and Henry, and we just went hard about using the word uh, believe. Like, I believe I can this, or I can believe I will. I, I, you know, I always say can and will are like poison words. You say I can, that produces a future where you're saying I can again. But if you put I believe I can in front of it, it changes the whole meaning of everything. The ego has to subside and let you sit in that and your mind will throw at you a scenario supporting that. Now you're feeling it, you're visualizing it, you're sending out a different energy. So I've been using that like crazy. And uh, like I said, I don't know where less than a day, day and a half after I started using it, got the house, got the lease signed, we're in here. Let's go, you know, beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. Oh especially okay. especially when you know that you have to be out and all of a sudden, bam, you're back in. That's really, really big. Crazy thing is, with the market being what it is, the houses are gone the day they're listed. Yeah. Renting and for sale, the day they're listed. 
they're gone. I don't know how I managed to get a house that's better with a bigger yard. It's newer. It's a smart house. It's got a bigger driveway because you know I got my trailer. And it's closer to the people. That's a big part. The people in Florida that I live near, I love them to death, but they're not law of attraction. They're more like just really good people. Mm -hmm. The town that the universe put me in is surrounded by the pilots. Everybody hanging with the pilots down here. But they're surrounded by the pilots that I see every now and then. Once every two months, they come down and visit. But they're all law of attraction enthusiasts. Oh wow! Uh, so it, and 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 they're millionaires. So it kind of puts me in a better seat, you know, as far wow. as like lifestyle, who I'm going to be hanging out with, what, what I'm what I'm going to be doing. Though I'm gonna miss my guys down here. It's it's just weird how the universe just put me, plopped me right there. As soon as I let go, because I've been holding on for two months. As soon as I let go, and I just said, I believe it's going to work out for the better. I believe everything's going to be cool. I believe the house is going to be better, and it's like I do believe that. If I didn't have confidence in the law of attraction, so for those of you who are just getting into this, if you don't have ultimate confidence in the law of attraction, this might not work as well for you as it did for me. But I know my oneness with God and all that other stuff and all these different mental exercises that, that I have in place. So when I say that, there's no doubt. It's like it already happened, you know, and you see that what the outcome is, uh, you know, sign lease. That's beauty. That's an absolute beauty. Yeah, love it. I love it. Now, now Debbie, Debbie G, I got to bring Debbie G in here because <clears throat> she was. She, well, you talked for a moment there about how when you went through your boot camp, the role that Stacy played. But give us a little, give us some more details about that because you went through leading up to boot camp, especially you went through hell, and then you had to kind of because of the way boot camp is, you kind of had to revisit the hell while you're going through. What was that like? And going through that and having somebody like Stacy in your corner to, to kind of back you up. Well. I mean, those are, those are all great questions. First, I just want to say that, I mean, I've been listening to Stacy and, and Neo, and one of the things that, one of the things that remains the same is our confidence and belief in our, in, in, in our own knowingness and who that we are. And it, I want everybody who's listening to really tap into the nuggets that are there. When you're talking about, when you're listening to somebody tell you about the wonderful thing that's going on in their life, and if you're sitting there going, well, that's really great, but that's not what I'm getting. Okay. And you're a negative Nelly. Sorry if your name is Nelly. Then <laughs> it's, there's, there's some other things that there were some predecessors that led up to that though. If you were listening, there were some actionable things that everybody talks about doing in order to re- to receive and be in the reality of their preference of their preference. So. When I was going through Taya, I had, you know, when I met David, it was uh, at a Mystic Mixer. And he walked in. And he was just like, I was, it was like instant magnet. I'm like, <laughs> like oh. I remember that. <laughs> he told Joseph, me about that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so awesome. And my best friend, Josie, his, their birthday's a day apart. They both channel, Right. It's crazy awesome. So I meet him and I'm just like, it was instant love. This guy is just amazing. And I love David, his energy and everything. It was just wonderful. But it took a few months. Finally, I get around to, okay, thinking, oh, I'll just go on and learn. I'll go on into Taya. I'm sure it'll be beneficial. (laughs) That was my attitude. All the while, I don't know where I'm going to live. My son's just freaking pulled a whopper on me and he's like getting out. He's just did a wonderful 
thing of getting off of heroin and, and stepping away from the edge, literally you guys, I, there was so much transition happening. So when I actually took this step to do this, I was literally in what an outside observation would have been a pile of shit. In my observation, I am going on an adventure. Why? Because I was taking Taya and Taya was this beautiful place for me to, to start developing better daily practices, better daily practices. You see, because it's all about that consistency and keeping that daily practice up. Plus, I also want to mention one more thing, and it has to do with Taya. You brought up Tony Robbins, you know, raising your standards, raise your standards, raise your standards with, from within yourself. What are you willing to do? What are you willing to do? You say, I want this, I want this, I blah, 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 blah. What are you willing to do in your life and let go of? Are you willing to die to self and die to the, the thought of who you think you were and, and go into a different space? And Taya can help you do this through the daily practices. It can help you to determine what it is you really do want. It helps you to release a lot of people are stuck on this whole forgiveness trip and Taya is big on forgiveness, but I've gotten to this space now of what about just seeking to understand another? And that's what David would, did you hear David talking about this recently, Stacey? Oh the yeah. Under, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> How all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden forgiveness no longer even looks like what, that was more of an ego thing for me to have to forgive, you know, or I need your respect because that's more of an ego thing. When I stepped completely aside and I went into a different space, what Taya taught me during that time was the observation to observe from the eyes of source and to seek, to seek understanding, to seek, to want to, to have connection that's real. To learn how to get happy where you sit. <laughs> okay, y'all. Well, look, if I can get happy in a rented car sitting uh, on a beach with my son and my two dogs in a, in the unknown, in the unknown, and say, yep, I'm good. We're on an adventure. You know why I was good? Because I've got a son still breathing, which that number one, that was really honestly pretty simple. I mean, it's not hard. You have a kid that was like not doing so well, but let's say that's not the case and you're just still in another place and you don't feel like you're breathing. You can take a breath mm -hmm. and you can make a choice right now to choose to love and be happy wherever you sit. And I, I've done it from... I thought I'd already, I'll be just honest, I thought I was through all this. I thought I, all that. You know, I'd already lost everything once. I thought I was through with that. And I'm like, and then I apparently, as I look back retrospectively, got a little too up in myself again. <laughs> up in my ego, up in my, to the point where I needed to get down down and dirty with myself again and get flatlined so that I could see the truth. And that truth was really simple, you know, to choose to be happy and choose to appreciate radical appreciation. And that's the thing that Taya teaches you the most about. And that is that radical appreciation of life, of presence, of knowing, and of the people that you're with. Yeah, Jim, baby. I want to ask a question uh, of all three of you. 
But I, I see it. Hi, Donna, Anita, and Sandra, and Nicole in the comments. Hey, yes, y'all. Thank, Love y'all. Thanks for acknowledging. Yes, absolutely. Um, I find that every sometimes 30 to 60 days, 90 days, I might hit a spell where I just need to go check in. I might have to go in my studio and, and, and yell for a little bit. You know, uh, yell, yell, just yell. Uh, <laughs> Is it and it and oh, it's a beautiful because the day after that's always amazing and everything I wanted for it just comes at me. So I kind of like suggest doing it. But I, <laughs> is it something that I should be doing regularly, as in like once a month, just to do it, or wait until it gets to that point where I just need to go scream some shit out real quick? You know what I mean? Like, what what, what would you guys suggest? Wait till the wait till the, the wait till the storm spills over, or just do it monthly to get it out of the way and stay. No, it's interesting because um, you know one of the things that we really watch when we're doing uh, when we're coaching people through the Taya course and and they learn these tools themselves. It's like okay, um, how does one meet your meet your obstacles in joy? Debbie was really um, very well illustrating that fact by being in the present moment. And feeling okay, this is okay. Uh, that rolls back to the place of fully accepting your creation as it is right now because you created it. No victim mode, no blaming somebody else, no, you know, all that's eliminated because you've gone backwards even further to see and appreciate why you created those things as a childhood that, that form your belief system now. That, that, woman or a teacher that said a specific things to you when you were, you know, in grade school and it imprinted in your mind that, you know, perhaps you couldn't have everything you wanted. So it's, it's this gradual unfolding and unraveling of the things that had happened in the past that are still affecting you now. So once you've got that unraveled and you're clear what's going on, you have to meet you have to figure out where you are on a daily basis. Every moment to moment at times, Walt knows this one. He's practicing. Where are you on your spiral of vibration? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And it's associated with the emotions. So where are you? Are you down in a lower, depressed, angry, you know, down the spiral vibe? Or are you up above joy like we were when dorking around on the call before we even started <laughs> going live where you're really high? And it's like that polarity that flow is going to occur all the time Mm -hmm. this is the piece in my opinion that doesn't get discussed in regular formats of law of attraction we are going to experience down moments and up moments it's inevitable just like death and taxes right well we came into this life to experience it exactly see we're already brainwashing walt here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I knew that before I got into Taya. Taya just reinforced it for me. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and it is. It's like, okay, so um, one of the typical practices is like, okay, my car, I walk out, I'm in a hurry, uh, tie, my tire is flat. Oh, man, what the, uh, and you start to see how you're creating kind of obstacles in your way. Sometimes they're little. If you ignore it long enough, it gets worse and worse and worse. You know, then your car doesn't run. Then your car gets repossessed. I mean, you get an accident, you know. So Taya's is how can you catch yourself like you're screaming, you know, in your studio? It's the same type of thing. It's like 
can't so much predict when it's going to happen, but you can start to watch how your patterns unfold and how you can modulate it faster. So you're not going way down deep into a scary place and way down deep into depression. I mean, we've all been there. I've been horribly depressed in the past and I don't have any of those symptoms anymore and probably never will because I was taught tools to get out of those. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, is, it, it isn't being in deep depression that's the problem. It's staying there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's also really, I mean, learning why I was there, um, why I created that. Mm-hmm. There's, there's also, I love this. There's, there's beauty in exhaustion, at least in my experience in the past, because that's a place where my mind was dead silent. My ego had nothing to share. <laughs> my belief system was pretty flat lined and I could finally meet source universe, all that is, whatever you want to call it, my higher self on a clean slate where I could sit back and allow things to be received. So it's the constant flow of like, okay, we got all this life coming at us. How do we modulate being the um, eye of the storm, the center of the chaos, grounded into the earth, into our bodies and connected to source? Now, so it's, for me, it's all of those things happening every single day, sometimes moment to moment. You're interacting with folks. It, it never stops unless you stop breathing. Mm. Which you'll eventually do. We all do. Yes. Yes. Thanks, Thanks yeah. Walt, for that reminder. <laughs> oh, all right. Listen. Hey, Stacey, have you ever thought just by chance, that it's just a, well, I think we've heard the stream that even maybe say this. Sometimes we, we do have these moments because, because we would get bored. If we had everything all the time, straight up, just the way we want it. If I could just, well, I don't know. I'm 53. If I could just sit on the beach all day and just like chill and just do whatever <laughs> I want all the time. Wait a minute. I do look like that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but we do. I think we get. I think that we need that stretch. I feel like every time we go in to that space that's uncomfortable, it stretches us back out. It stretches our awareness of understanding ourselves. Mm-hmm. It also reminds us what it's like to feel, to feel something. Because, listen, if you're pissed off, at least you're not down here in depressed city, you know, getting ready to drop down and to go into grief and in victim mode so hardcore that, you know, there's not much more you could go. There's not much more to go down except to croak. So in anger, I always feel like anger is at least an expression of emotion. It's an expression of something understanding ourselves. I get angry. That's one of my things. Like I notice about myself that, when I'm not speaking my truth about something, when I'm not being in full on, when there's not honesty happening, when there's not integrity happening, I will get angry about this. And I, this came up for me recently and I got raving mad about it. And I realized, and I sat back, thank you. I love me for getting pissed off right now. You know why? Cause I just realized confident people don't lie. Mm. Well, and the being person in that space. Like you're saying is really powerful because you're able to discern your preference. You're having right. the power to choose. Yes, this works for me. No, this doesn't work for me. And from that choice, you have a clearer vision. 
a clearer vision of, oh, yeah, I really do want to go that direction. And I am willing to sacrifice being in this mode to get to get where I want to go. And that's, that's you an get- amazing tool. But don't we do it sometimes, Stacey, I think, just to remind ourselves we're human? Yes, sure. I agree. Well, again, like like the law of attraction um, talks about but doesn't talk about is that there is always polarity going on. There's always a flow. The earth is not stagnant. We're rotating. Seasons change. It's nighttime. It's daytime. You know, it's like there's constant movement all the time. Energy in motion. That's all the emotions are. Energy in motion, which is one of my isn't favorite. That, isn't that just the cutest thing? I love that. I have all these things that are that I say, and now Mona, apparently one of our boot camp students, is writing them all down. So she's she's gonna go <laughs> <laughs> I say all these weird things, but um, <laughs> that makes sense. Apparently, I that that for me is finding the joy in your obstacle, is seeing that there is a gift in that space. And being able to discern clearly what you want in taking your power to accept, okay, I have a choice here. That's super powerful. No one's taking it away from me. No one's telling me what I have to do. I can choose. And in that clarity, I can move forward in whatever direction I choose is appropriate in that moment. You know, there are times when we move into a space where we're like, oh, maybe a little bit more of that obstacle that we were really appreciating. Again, it illuminates further. Ah, there needs to be more discernment, nor more clarity here. But, you know, my favorite letting myself off the hook is it seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> so, one. I like that. Right? Yeah. No judgment. <laughs> it just seemed like a good idea at the time. Right? <laughs> add that on. I freaking love that. Okay. But, but what do you guys think of confident people have integrity? I think it's true. Confident people do not need, they have no need to lie. And the reason why is because they're confident in who they are and they're not worried about someone else's opinion. They're coming from a place of compassion and empathy, but they also know that they're worthy and deserving of what that they feel, who that they are. And if they, if they need to say, they don't need to lie about the choices that they make. Confident people, I do not feel have to do that. I just, that's what came out of me getting pissed off at being lied to. I was like, uh, confident people don't need to lie. Oh, raise your standards. And, oh, thank you for showing me that. I love you didn't meet my value for integrity and confident people. Ah, so then I went into seeking to understand them. I want to understand you better and understand the reason that that came up for you versus you're a liar. Go away from my reality. Instead, I flipped that, but I promise you, I need tools like Taya to make, to, to do this because I was, a, I, I want to understand. So what do you guys think about confidence, lying, and then what, what that outcome can look like? I, I think absolutely. In fact, I think the, what problem you're pointing at here that, that kind of trips us up is that there are a lot of people who have learned how to fake confidence. And and that's what you were responding to. You're responding to the ones who are faking confidence. You're saying, oh, wait a minute. What am I responding to here? That person, if they were really confident, they would be saying that. That's the realization that that you're arriving at there. Um, So I think the real point is it's the people who are genuinely confident who fit that profile that you're painting there. And the ones who are faking it are the ones who are kind of, they're kind of trying to pull the wool over our eyes a little bit. 
Don't pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. That kind of thing. Yeah. Well, let's put the wool over their own eyes, actually, because we're intuitive as hell. We listen to things. We all know. You all know that there is a flip in any like storytelling from anybody. We catch it faster. I mean, it's like it it goes blink, 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 blink. <laughs> like we we catch inconsistencies in storytelling from another person faster than they can even tell a story. So when it is. But it's really that, yes, I agree. Confident people, there can be fake it till you make it, blah, 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 yada, yada, and I've been there too. I'm talking about when you make a decision in life and you are holding to that split, to that space. I made this decision, but you're afraid to tell other people about your decision. Well, my question came, became instead of looking at they may have lied to me was, hmm, confident people don't lie. And two, what is it about whatever decision you made that you don't believe in if you're not willing to talk? And three, why did you attract that industry in your life in the first place? That was just yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Well, really, I love it. I do to manifest that into my life in the first exactly. place. That eliminates exactly. every other question. It certainly does. Okay, okay. Back it up. Take it back further. You, you'll get it. <laughs> I love that. MIT said, um, find the root of the problem and you'll find a solution, something like that. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Go back to the root. What did I do to manifest go that? Back to Why the am root. I being taught this lesson? Because if I don't learn it, I'm going to get taught again, even harder. And that's got to wake up to that. And I, that brings me to what I wanted to ask everybody. Um, because I know my listeners, I'm, I'm live streaming this on uh, Facebook right now. Uh, oh, cool. You, you beat yeah, me I to know. it there. You beat me to it, WG. You just beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> we got you in a second, Kirk, because I'm going to forget this. The actual, um, see, I'm forgetting it already. The actual waking up, because everything you guys are saying are great, and us four can relate to that because we're used mm. to waking up more often because we've conditioned ourselves to wake up more often. But to the average person who doesn't even know what waking up is. And is really trying to get into this. How do they, like me, I got tech, I got a tattoo, I got alarms that go off on my phone, all kind of stuff to wake me up. And most of it doesn't even work. Just like Walt said, did your name work? Me, uh, you know, so it's like, how did you guys practice to wake up more throughout the day from all the madness that's going on around? I would assume none of us have like a normal job. I'm retired. Walt's basically retired, <laughs> kind of, you know, so we... I want to be more retired. Let's put it that way. <laughs> we live a different life than that. An average person that's working 40 to 60 hours a week, you know, how do they start to wake up more? What mental exercise and practices do they do to start to wake up more? My answer is the ultimate cheat sheet. Just keep saying I'm so happy and thankful that I wake up more often. That's how I did it, and I just kept waking up like... Why do I keep waking up to this moment? Oh, yeah, be thankful for something. Water's great. You know, whatever the situation is. Um, yeah, so how do you guys wake up more often? How would you suggest other people do it? The first thing I do is I recognize the problem. You can That's even the hardest back. part. Yeah, I'll go back even farther, though. Like Neo is saying, gratitude is the key. Oh, it that is. is the, that is the first step. Oh, yeah. To find gratitude in that moment. And to experience that gratitude, how does it feel in your body? But that's the wake up. Either, yeah, that's, that's... The wake up. When the when the bad shit is happening, you have an opportunity to think of gratitude because you're not. But since you're not used to waking up, you're still going to focus on that bad stuff. That, that, that's that's why I say you, you have to recognize. You have to see that that bad shit's there. You got to say, oh yeah, yeah, this is bad shit. I don't like this. That's what I'm looking for. How does someone wake up to a moment where they wouldn't have normally woken up to? 
You know, how do you remember to do something you don't remember to do? I think it just kind of boils over at some point. You just reach a point well, where you say, I'm just sick of this. That's what happened to me. Yeah. If it's not working, change it. So I, I, I can give you mine. Mine was really easy. I started doing the opposite. I started doing the opposite. Whenever I had something come up, in fact, this is one of my favorite practices. I haven't done this in a minute. But whenever I had something come up <clears throat> that I would normally respond to in a certain way or react, uh, 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 then I would say to myself, hmm, do I want to – I've done it, always done it this way. Have you guys ever been one of these people that said, well, I've always done it this way. I was brought up, blah, 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 attached <laughs> to some stupid story, and I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. and it got you where – and you're still where? Mm-hmm. Okay. How's it working yeah, for you? Right. Just curious. So I don't know how I'm going to change. I don't know. So I asked myself, how's that working for me? And in a split second, the way I would flip something, and right now, it, and it works, is I'm going to do the opposite. If I would normally get angry, if I would normally respond in a negative victim, I would say I've got to do it differently. I'm going to get curious and do it differently. Be curious with what the situation means and what that I need to see from this right now. Instead, I'm, you know, you take a breath and you pause. Everything's working for us, not against us. We all know that. But in that conditioning, our old conditioning said, this is happening to you. Mm-hmm. Our new conditioning, this is happening for me. And so when we're saying to ourselves, okay, now I've got to, I really need to do this differently. How is this working for me? I really can't see this right now, but that's okay too. And then we can step in to do some appreciation somewhere. I want to say hey to Kirk though. Kirk Nermy is back. We still have to get him on wall. But I, I love what he said in confidence. Uh, the fake kind is related to the approval of others. Yes, exactly. Real confidence. You don't care. No, you don't at all. Period. But yeah, back to the, the daily practice on how Kirk, what do you do, Kirk, if you're still on to, uh, do the switchy, to do the little, to do the little switchy poo, the little pivot. And, and y'all know, I mean, Kirk, Kirk is an amazing, he's, he's a really well-known speaker out there and he's an amazing inspiration to us all. And I love Kirk. I just say that. I love what Donna's writing down here too. Um, for me, it's trusting my intuition and gut feelings more often. Yes. (laughs) We just do it again, Debbie. (laughs) Yeah. That's a great, that's a great tool because you know you, you know how you work, you know what makes you feel a certain way. And then I love your, your, um, you know, I would dovetail off that, the curiosity bit. I love, I'm, I'm the perpetual three-year-old. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? I mean, that's the question I ask not only myself, but others. In fact, I dated one guy and he finally told me, you get three questions in a row and that's it. Cause he couldn't under, couldn't like get into the groove of the, of the curiosity that I had. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got to <laughs> Three questions, that's it. I, like, I, I noticed that that, that was a fact. Was, that's why I was just saying, that guy you were well, dating. Was. Yeah, was, <laughs> was. And then you have to really have the courage, in my opinion, to uh face the truth. Mm-hmm. Face the truth yeah. that you're most like, likely to ignore and not want to look at. But you've got to have a baseline of curiosity, courage, and then support. We're not supposed to do this by ourselves ever. 
No, humanity is a a herd. You need community. You need people to remind you, like Neo was hearing me say something that reminded him, which I can't even remember what it was now. (laughs) But it's that kind of thing. We need those things in our lives. And, you know, COVID was a, a blatant example of having to be apart from each other, but how we all got super creative. Right. Yes. To mm-hmm. Through Zoom and music and a funny post and TikTok went sky high with all the posting. And mm-hmm. I thought it was brilliant, yeah. brilliant to see as a race, as, as a humanity that we are so creative mm-hmm. and our desire to connect is so very strong. Totally, totally. And when we get in a funky space and we start feeling ugly because I'm facing a truth that I don't like about myself and I really don't want other people to see, that's when we have a tendency to hide. And that's dangerous. I want to point something out here that could very easily slip past people's attention about what Stacey just did. Because look at the topic she just addressed, the pandemic. This is like the negative topic. There have been a lot of negative topics the last year (laughs) and a year and a half. But that was the negative topic. And look what you did to just turn that into this tremendous positive. You pivot that, that, talk about Abraham Hicks. There's the Abraham Hicks pivot in a nutshell, <laughs> right there. And it was beautifully done. So I, I mean, anybody who, who's kind of missing, you know, the, the great beauty of what happened, how, how do you appreciate the pandemic? That's how you appreciate the pandemic right yeah. there. And, and I love, I love the clarity that people are coming to. I don't want to go back to work, sit in an office right? in traffic and deal with people that I don't really vibe well with anymore. I'll tell you what I would not want right now. I would not want to be the owner of an office building. Yeah, no I kidding. Mean, serious, so many seriously, that's a, that is a business that's in trouble at this point. They just haven't figured it out yet. But <laughs> people don't want to go to offices anymore. That's going to completely rewrite the economic landscape. It's so, it's such rich territory for people to really discern right. what they love, what, how, how do they thrive in life? That's one of my, my key things. I want to thrive, not mm-hmm. just live. And so every day, that's my mantra. How can I thrive? Whether it be with exercise, food, community, um, travel. I love to travel. You know, how can I get to a point where I feel like I'm thriving? Whatever that is for anybody, it's so unique for each one of us. And that's that's huge, too. How do we find, asking, how do, how do we find <laughs> Stacey on Facebook? They, they, oh, they want you, oh Stacey. You're, you're in demand. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find me on the Taya Practice page, T-Y-A Practice. Um, I'm there a lot. Um, my last name is not up on the screen. I apologize. I should type that in. Um but you can find I didn't me even there. try to. I didn't even try to name your last name because I'm not sure I can pronounce it properly. So I just said Stacy. We'll just stick with that. It's nice and safe. Clinet <laughs> is my last name. It's Clinet. It is Clinet. I was it wondering. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's my former married last name. I haven't switched to my new married last name because everybody knows me as Stacy Clinet. Okay. So okay. I was like, ah, oh, the conundrum. That's just unbelievable. Actually, Stacy has a really cute story about about meeting her new husband and getting married, which is really inspirational to me. I want to add in one more thing before that we get off of our seas, adding compassion. Mm. Listen, no matter what you're going through, even if you're seeing something about yourself, have compassion for yourself because that is your beautiful need to be loved. 
That's what you needed to do to be seen, to be heard, and whatever the case may be. We all go through stuff, but how we treat ourselves compassionately is important. So I loved that. Now, and also we got to go through the pandemic and Taya. So, hey. Hey. So wonderful. (laughs) It's Because once you do it, you're in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it gave so many people an opportunity to like stop and really focus on themselves. And again, as we start to get back to the new normal or whatever the heck it is that we're all going to get back to, you know, we're ramping up the energy of going back into the real world, the bigger world, dealing with all these different things and not to mention social media that's binging every 10 minutes, my phone, oh my God, on my emails and oh, I've got jobs and my kids screaming and it's like, whoa, can you stop? Can you take a deep breath? Yeah. Can you come back to yourself? And as Donna said, can you find your gut? Can you find that intuition? What feels right? That's, that's your best guidance right there. You don't need me or Walt or Neil or anybody else to tell you that. Or me. No. Well, Neil's like, wait a second. <laughs> you had me up until that last one. <laughs> Everyone needs to tell you. That, that is. You know, that, that is really the, the, the step in the, in the best direction you can take. And then having, having love and compassion for everything that you've experienced in the past, everything that you're going to continue to create and know that it's all perfectly unfolding. Real quick, I want to piggyback off of what Debbie said. I think it's critical, critical, critically important piece to the law of attraction is no regrets. You know, I always like to say what happened was meant to happen and couldn't have happened any other way. You know how I know? Because that's what happened. That is the only way to live peacefully is to get rid of any regrets because those will make you hate yourself more than any gap. Seemed like a good idea at the time. Because people could bark in your ear all day long and, you know, they're not there when you sleep or when you shower, when you, you know, you're there though. And if you're the one bickering, that's why I say oh, try to protect yourself from threats, both foreign and domestic. You're there, though. Sometimes you're your own worst enemy, and you don't even know it. Wake up. See what's going on. Listen to what's going on. Pay attention. If you don't like it, change it. If you don't like it, change it. Yeah, that's definitely one of the transgressors that we find in the Thai Boot Camp course. More often than not, the thing that's holding you back the most is yourself. You have created, uh, you know, demonized who you are, who you, what you've experienced, the choices you've made in your life, and you're angry at yourself. And that's a huge root to why all of your world is not working, no matter how hard you try to apply the law of attraction. You got to come back to loving yourself. That's just kicking my ass right now. Oh, can we all just give Walt like this huge? Brownie button for vulnerability, and I'm serious. That was awesome. Wow, thank Brownie you. Button pushed. Brownie button pushed. <laughs> I'm gonna push it again, just because I like. It. Thank you very much. <laughs> Brownie button push. Ooh, ooh. I see a song coming. I'm feeling it. Well, that was so freaking cool. And on gentlemen, start your engines. Vulnerability is the new sexy. But before we go, and well, uh, Neo, God, I love you. Thank you for for bringing that that beautiful grand finale in. Stacy, we got to hear about this wedding. Y'all want to hear some Taya cool shit? Watch this. 
This is this is actually pretty rad. I'm serious. You got to hear this. Which part do you like best? <laughs> Any part you want to tell? Okay, so when I was after I blew my knee out, found David, and I realized, oh, I need something to do. I'm single. I was um in my fifties at the time, <laughs> and I was like very hope hopeless around finding relationship again. So I worked the law of attraction. I worked Taya and came to a space where I was like, I am so good with just me and my connection to source. I am so good here. I learned that I wanted to explore myself more old um, things that I had done when I was in, you know, high school and junior high. So I started backpacking again out in nature. I'm sorry, you guys, that's the place that just fills my soul to overflowing. Don't have to apologize for that. That's great. Oh, God, it feeds me on a level. David thinks I'm absolutely nuts. I will pack 30 pounds of survival on my back and go and get lost. And it's well, I found out yesterday that David's into whiskey and black coffee. So, yes, okay, yes. you're fine. And five-star resorts. <laughs> five-star resorts. Okay. Yeah, so, um, just got really comfortable in knowing that I want to connect with nature by myself. I want to be solo out there and feel super confident. Took a couple of classes, was going on my first hike where it was a somewhat solo thing. It was a bunch of people gathered together for a potluck the night before. And I met this lovely gentleman. Well, he was wearing a wedding ring and it was very nice. So, you know, friend zoned him very quickly. Mm -hmm. I got focused back to focusing on me while I'm out on the trail. I'm dying the next day, like Mm -hmm. dying. I'm thinking I'm an Aries. I'm always the front of the pack. I was at the very fucking back. So, sorry. <laughs> and I was, I, it wasn't me. Oh my God. I was devastated. My mind was churning. My body was aching. I was sweating like a pig. I was so pissed. But I just kept going because I'm also stubborn. <laughs> so, all of a sudden, this nice man that I had met that night before shows up next to me. Hey, how you doing? Mind if I hike with you? And I'm like, ah, the whole way, the whole 12 miles of the hike, I tried to convince him that he didn't need to be around me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you should go. I'm fine. You know, I'm just, I'll turn back. And he was like, no, 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 no. So, um, that's how we met. That's how we progressed in our love story. Uh, we did have a big breakup and I thought I'd never see him again. And then we, uh, I came to a piece with that again through the Taya tools. I created this uh, amazing connection, felt like my soulmate, my soul, my twin flame. I was very distraught about it. I got really, you know, down. And then I realized, no, it's okay. You know, found a great one. I know I can do it again. I believe the next right person will come into my life at the right time. And uh, about a year and a half later, uh, he showed up again. And we were just meeting for coffee and I thought, oh, closure. This is great. You know, a little closure after he's had time to process because he wasn't into all this law of attraction. In fact, he's a scientist. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, in that moment of seeing each other again, it was like, no, no, this is it. This was it for both of us. And he dropped everything that he was doing in his life with other women romantically. Okay. <laughs> and. There we go. We ended up getting married um, a year later uh, at Glacier Point in Yosemite, which overlooks our favorite rock, Half Dome. 
which we like to hike nice. annually. <laughs> Beautiful. So I am, I guess I am the relationship expert in Taya as well, which we, you know, talk about from time to time. And David's very cute. He doesn't want to sell me out um, that I got married when I was 54. So ladies, don't ever give up on your ability to find love. But the key is love yourself first. First. First and foremost. What a great way to climax this show. That was a beautiful story. I'm glad Just you truly, it. truly beautiful. That was fabulous. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming to join us today. My I mean, pleasure. It's been fun. It always is fun when we have a guest like you, but this was really fun. Yeah, this yeah, was really I love fun. it. Anytime. Oh, <laughs> hey, be careful what you say. Be careful what you wish for. You'll be back. <laughs> Good. So such a Good pleasure stuff. working with you guys. I love, love Debbie Jean, what she does. I'm so pleased to have Walt as a boot camp student. So much fun to see your perspective on things. And Neo, I need to look you up so I can learn more about you. Thank you I'm for sharing your I energy. I need to come speak at the summit August 21st. That's what I need to do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me where to be. <laughs> the wheels are turning. They I are love indeed. it. <laughs> I love how we all gather. This, this high thing. vibe, expansive, um, you know, leading edge. Like we're thinking about stuff that other people are just like, what? Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Welcome, we're welcome, pi- welcome. We're the pioneer. Yep. So let's pioneer. Absolutely. Well, all right. Well, thank you guys very much. Thank you, especially to our podcast listeners everywhere. We will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you.